Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Don't let his bark fool you. Roy has a softer side, too. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. ago, we spoke with Inspector Stephen Glode of the RCMP. He's an active member of the force. And the inspector spoke with us about concerns that he has for his police force. He loves the RCMP. He loves working with the RCMP. He loves the people who work at the uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. But he has very serious concerns about what is going on and what has been going on. And he's very open and very direct talking to us about um, what his concerns are. And uh, Inspector Stephen Glode, Inspector, good to have you back on the program. I must say to you that after, the, after we spoke for the first time, uh, I was concerned about what might happen as far as any disciplinary action uh, against you or toward you for coming on this program and, and, and outlining what your concerns for the RCMP are. Did anything like that happen? First of all, thanks, Roy, for having me back. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that makes two of us. I was uh, pretty timid as to see what was going to happen. And, you know, much to my surprise, I actually got a call from uh, the commanding officer of this division who invited uh, me to come in and speak with him. And we agreed to do that on a, on a uh, if you will, at a third-party location. And we did. We followed through with that. Uh, at the time, he informed me that, uh, you know, there was no... Um, disciplinary actions were going to come as a result of what went on until that point in time. And uh, we had a conversation. And this is, a, this is an interesting conversation, Roy, because this individual plays a key part into what had uh, encouraged me to come forward, in, a, in not in a positive way, but in a negative way. Now, we had that conversation. That was a good, that was a good first step. Because at, at our level, Roy, we should be able to talk. That's for sure. But the true test is going to be what comes of that talk. We can all talk a good game, but um, the fact is going to be what results are going to happen as a result of that conversation. And I can't tell you that right now um, because I haven't seen any results of that conversation. Um, but I'll definitely keep you posting that. Yeah, no, I go forward. Now, today may, <laughs> may be a whole new kettle of fish. I might find myself in deeper water today, but that's okay. Well, what, what was the response as well from the men and the women in the ranks to, uh, to your being on the program and, and speaking as openly as you did about what your concerns are? Oh, you know what? It was uh, n- nothing shy of... Uh, uh, it was a beautiful response from rank and file, from employees of all different categories because for me what that did is that um, that confirmed what we were saying here what I was saying that confirmed that this is happening all across the country and I know every story has two sides including my own you're just hearing my side um, but so many employees wrote in and Roy I swear to God if when I was reading them I would think this 
exactly what's happening to me. I mean, it's very clear the system is broken, and it is broken straight across the country, and, and stuff is being done where I truly believe ethics and values uh, come into play, and everybody seems to be in the same boat. That should raise the flag up the pole to the federal government to say, hey, we need to pay attention to this. Now, in your in your letter uh, or your email to Mr. Goodale, yeah. the federal public safety minister, and it's December the 8th, Next Friday that you're going to demonstrate outside his office, not tomorrow. I've been saying tomorrow, so right. so I'm wrong about that. It's next Friday that it's going to happen. That's right. This coming Friday. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So in in your in your letter, you say uh, very clearly, um, I, I welcome anyone to attend who are willing to show peacefully for their family or friends serving in the RCMP, and even for those who do not wish to attend as caring citizens. Nonetheless, I will be there by myself. Um, oh, I, I'm not, here's, here's what I want to read. Uh, let me assure you that I have no lawsuit against my organization, the RCMP. I have no lawyer or intention to sue the organization. In fact, I love the RCMP and what it stands for. And most of all, I love our employees who serve this country in many ways. Also, I want to see the force survive and prosper. The people are not listening to what is happening. This includes you, sir, Mr. Goodell. So... Stephen, what, again, specifically concerns you about what's going on within the RCMP? What needs to be addressed? And you know I've had many conversations with women in the RCMP who found themselves on the receiving end. They've told us many times of sexual harassment, sexual assault, and we know that the the, the class action lawsuits apparently are going to be settled by the federal government. So so what is is it that concerns you about what's going on? Well, I think... uh much much like I wrote in that same email, I mean, this the issues that concern me have been described um, over the last decade in 15 different reviews to the force, you know, and then out of those 15 different reviews, you know, there have been 200 recommendations made from those for reform, and unfortunately, few of those have been implemented, you know, it was, and it all dealt with, I mean, you look at that, com- the, rev- the Civilian Review and Complaints Commission review done has asked by Ralph Goodale to do this review, and they presented their findings of the review this year, you know? And there's decades of RCMP that we have struggled with bullying, uh, workplace harassment, sexual assault, and, you know, intimidation. These, these are the factors that still exist. Fifteen different reviews have identified these over the last, you know, ten years, and nothing is being done about it. Uh, internally, our senior management is not willing to make those changes. And from what I can, this is my opinion, clearly see at this stage, you know what, the federal government is not interested in making these changes. And if they are, they're certainly not interested in making it in consultation with the employees of the organization. Um, and that includes sexual harassment. That includes, uh, you know, the whole nepotism, the corruption piece. Uh, that includes the, the lack of integrity uh, to stand up and, and own something, much like what's going on with the uh, Moncton shootings, which is another whole uh, issue in itself, but very much one that is uh, an example of what's taking place across the force. You know, the, the sexual harassment one, that sickens me, Roy. That really, really sickens me. We all understand the relationships happen in work environments, and but don't confuse that with sexual harassment. You know, we, we start off these conversations with, oh, if a woman shows up to work and is 
that's that's where it should end. You know what? A woman shows up to work. It shouldn't matter what she's dressed like. It shouldn't matter how nice she is. It shouldn't matter, oh, if she looks at me for an extra second. Or, you know what, as, as the OIC, it shouldn't matter if she comes up and gives me a hug at the end of the day. That doesn't give me the right to touch her breasts. That doesn't give me the right to ask her to perform sexual acts in order to advance her career or possible, um, you know, uh, uh, get a nice assignment out of it. Uh, that. That just shouldn't be tolerated, but we've been doing it for so long. And like you said earlier, or others have said, this is happening. This has happened for years and generations and, and uh, huge time gaps. But, you know, this has to stop. This has to stop. We are commission officers in the RCMP, and God damn it, we have to act like it. And that, and that means not sexually harassing or putting up for sexual harassment in the workplace. It's just so unacceptable. Stephen, what do you want Ralph Goodale to know? I mean, why? Why? I mean, you, you've sent him emails. You went to yeah. his office. You've asked to meet with the minister. You're a serving uh, inspector in the RCMP. Apparently, he doesn't want to meet with you. Yeah. That That's pretty clear. Um, what do you want to say to If he sits down with you, and I think he should... What are you going to say to the man? Well, I want Ralph to hear things from our perspective. And uh, like I say, I've got no chip in this game. I'm not looking to become the commissioner. I'm not looking for a lawsuit settlement. I don't have a lawyer. Um, so really, it's a non-threat type position. What I want him to do is hear what the membership, what I think the membership is, feels is important. You know, you want to hear from a commission officer internally who's got nothing to lose? you know what, I'll tell you the way it is. And I've actually got another commission officer recently retired who's willing to come forward with me, a man of very high value and ethics and integrity, and willing to sit there and tell Ralph Goodale, here's what's broken with the system, but not just leave it at that, but here's some suggestions we have, you know, and how it can be uh, rectified or addressed. Um, you know, we want to bring the concerns of our employees to him. Uh, but, you know, the sad part is, just like you said, he's not listening to me. The federal government is not listening to me. If it was conservatism in there, I don't know if they would even listen. Uh, the government acted, for example, um, Phoenix Pay System. You're familiar with that, I assume, right? <laughs> yes. You see how quick they acted to that when they realized they were being affected by it? Uh, they immediately stopped that. Oh, we're not putting our pay on that. And then, you know, they were forced into acting on it for our... Uh, civilian members have put a put a freeze on that and let's let's not convert them um the prime minister the mlas the mps the individuals that enjoy the right of sitting in the senate stand up and stand up for those that stand up for you our people are out there protecting them we are working day and night and ensuring that canadians stay safe for god darn sake you know stand up as a politician and stand up for those who stand up for you. It would be it would be appropriate for Mr. Goodale to to meet with you. I think it would also be appropriate for for your colleagues to be there with you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you. I mean, a lot of the current serving ones are, are scared. They're caught in a system that if yeah. they speak up, they're going to be penalized. Like we say, who knows what's going to happen today? They could nail me to a cross, quarter me, or do whatever. But no, I they're not going to do that. Yeah, that's that's a little extreme. I'm sorry, but uh, no, no, I'm just saying. Day, I'm just saying. There's a lot of Canadians who would be saying, "No, you don't." <laughs> yeah. At the end, at the end of today, you know what? Or at the end of this week, 
the overall goal is to get someone to listen. You know, Stephen, there I, I've seen this before, where one person says enough is enough. I, I, I've seen enough. I've heard enough. Uh, it's a great organization, but things have to change. Yeah. And it's it's always one person who gets up and says it. One person who has the testicular courage to get up and say what needs to be said. And then eventually, you sometimes see, not always, but you sometimes see other people stand up and say, yeah, 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 absolutely, I agree. And out of that can start a significant movement and a significant improvement of a situation. Nobody knows how it all turns out. But if no one steps up, and if no one, we've heard so many issues that, particularly with women in the RCMP, and I can go back to 1980 and find a newspaper or a magazine uh, story where MPs in Parliament were arguing about sexual harassment of RCMP women in 1980. Here we are in 2017. Um, So if nobody stands up, nothing's going to change. You're standing up. You're asking the federal public safety minister to meet with you. You're in Regina. He's in Regina. What are you doing next Friday afternoon, Mr. Goodell, that's so important that you can't meet with Inspector Glode? I like that, you know, Roy, and I hope a lot of other people ask that question. Yeah, absolutely. So like you say, in particular, as, as commissioned officers, we wear a white shirt, which we're supposed to wear with pride yeah. as leaders. But you know what? It's time we start leading, yeah. leading our people. And uh, if we all band together, or the majority of the inspectors and the supers, superintendents band together, you know what? Somebody's got to start listening to us. But fear Fear of why re- women don't speak out when they're sexually harassed. Fear of yeah. why people don't speak out when they know something's wrong. I mean, we're police officers. We're in the national police force. Inspector, I have literally 15 seconds. So okay. it's next Friday, Yep. 2 o'clock Saskatchewan time. 2 o'clock Saskatchewan time. In front, in front of Minister Goodale's office. Yes. Yes. We'll, t- we'll, we'll, talk to, we'll talk to you next weekend and find out how things went. <laughs> you got it, buddy. All Thank right. you so much. Take good care, Inspector Glode. All okay, the best to you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stephen Glode, Inspector in the RCMP. We're back after this.